Welcome back to Talking Politic, where we talk about anything and everything, but mostly movies and TV. I'm Tyler, and as always, my co-host, Ryan and Nick. Hey, uh, it's good to be here, uh, Taylor and Mick, on your episode <laughs> of, uh, what is, Mick? What is this again? Uh, yeah, talking talking movies. Yeah, yeah. It's it's good to be here. I'm back, and you can't keep me down. As I always say, uh, you don't get to seven friends without making a few enemies, producer Ryan. <laughs> <laughs> oh man, so true. We're three different generations or two. I don't even know what generations we are, but seven. Talk about seven, I'm sorry, seven I broke your fucking three hundred fifty year old doorknob. <laughs> Don't worry, Nick. I, I'm just waiting for the day that Tyler pulls a uh, uh, Zuckerberg on us. There you go. Yeah, he's gonna get punched by the fucking Porcelian any day now. I can, I can see it. <laughs> the Phoenix. He was jealous because so I got in the Phoenix. There's so stupid stuff that happens in Harvard as a guy from Boston who's been there a few times. Like the air of that place is like this sort of like the convergence of like really, really smart people and really, really stupid things. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Watching it, I'm just kind of like, you know what? Is this like the real Harvard? It's not is this bad. What they're like? It like... kind of gets it. <laughs> I mean, I don't know. Obviously, I didn't go to Harvard, but uh, it kind of gets the vibe of that area. <laughs> I was thinking as I was watching this movie, is this how college is like? Because that was not how college like. I guess was like probably for not me. for us. Yeah, probably <laughs> yeah. for us. It's one of those things where like no matter where you go, if you sit at a bar, the first question when you meet somebody is like, like, what's your major? What do you do? You know, like that kind of stuff. Like, do you row crew? Like, that's kind of legit for that area. Yeah, I guess. That's so weird. I guess because it's different out. It's different out here in the West, you know? Yeah, the West got, is way more laid back. You got the, or I guess like the West as far as Nevada, because here we got the universities, like we have UNLV and UNR. And nobody gives a shit about those. Yeah, exactly. Like, I don't, <laughs> yeah. think, I don't think they're anything like that over there. So it's such a they're weird like, You guys once had grandma. That's awesome. <laughs> they're not, they're not reaching out to UNLV because. Oh wait! Uh, Unbelievable nursing name? school. You guys are yeah. crushing who's, it. Who's, who's the Who's the mayor of Flavortown? What's his name? Oh, Guy Fieri. Uh, Guy Fieri. Guy Fieri. Yeah. They're, they're not reaching out to UNLV because Guy Fieri graduated from UNLV. <laughs> hey, he's got a lockdown on that food market. All right, so yeah. he's we're not we're not that exclusive that we would get Facebook on the we, on the cusp. We do have the hoodies and the fuck you flip flops. That's for damn sure. Oh, that's for yeah. sure. I mean, when it's not you know 120 degrees outside. Yeah. Flip flops yeah. for sure. So, <laughs> all right. Um, as always, I guess we'll start off with a little bit of movie news. Uh, the main thing, the Snyder trailer that dropped just a little bit ago. What? Yeah, what? that is uh, well, and, and trailer Nick number seven hundred and fifty-five for the same I, movie. You have to tell me, I haven't seen uh, uh, what is that? Justice any League. movies? So we're aware. I, I don't know. I don't know what is new and what am I supposed to be yeah, reacting? That's a to good this. point. I don't think I do either, Tyler. Why did you explain it to us? Oh God! I mean, I could try. I Why could so serious, Tyler? <laughs> oh yeah, so, that dude it, that was eating sandwiches at the end got jam all over his face. Yeah, yeah. So. I mean, starting off, it looks like a whole lot of kind of what we've seen before a little bit. Like there is some new shots in there. Like we finally get to see like who the hologram man was and it was just Superman. Um, that was something that was in the trailer with the Justice I, League I hope before. we get more Jeremy Irons because I, I like him as Alfred, actually. Yeah, no, he makes a great Alfred. But you get to see Cyborg with the machine gun or the minigun that's coming out of his shoulder. Um, yeah. I don't know why they didn't I dig do that. the- I thought uh, that looked pretty good to me. Yeah, no, it looks pretty good. Like, I like that attachment that they added in there with Cyborg. I don't know why they didn't do the, you know, like the can because he has a cannon arm. You know what I mean? Yeah, like, the cannon yeah, arm, yeah. Yeah, yeah. I don't remember but, if we see that in the Justice League movie, but. I don't understand. Are bullets effective? Like, if 
if that's the case, then all of them should have guns. They're super effective. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> it's like a I pulse know. Cannon. Like, it's more of a it yeah, it makes <laughs> it makes more sense if Cyborg was using like a, a pulse cannon or like a like a some yeah. sort of laser gun on his arm. But when he's using regular bullets, then I don't know how effective that's going to be. And also, too, like where do the bullets come from when it's like a bullet machine gun? Because you know it's. He's That's a, a machine. You know it's what I mean? Like, it's got to be where? just energy. That's the only like, way to get you don't, that. You don't want to know, Tyler. <laughs> you, uh, you see it in Doom Patrol, right? Doom Patrol does a good job with the cannon arm. That's yeah, because cool. I mean, with the cannon arm, they're just like, well, it shoots like some sort of laser beam or some sort of like sonic cannon. And it's like, okay, that makes sense, you know, because it's, mm-hmm. you know, it's sci-fi. So you can kind of buy yeah, into yeah. that. But when it's bullets, like, where are the bullets coming from? Like, what is he shooting out there? Like The lasers that have come out of Superman's eyes always been jizz the whole time. Oh, it's it's just people don't, they don't put two and two together. That's yeah. He's you just know? super excited. And I remember all the controversy. You can edit that out if you want to. <laughs> no, that's in. That's in forever. Yeah, that's... <laughs> Superman's laser beams. Nope, they're straight up jizz. They're Kryptonian yeah. jizz. Like, that's why Brightburn was so uncomfortable to watch, you know? Just, yeah. He shot it right into his father's face. This kid's out of control the hormones <laughs> it's just like with peter parker and uh you know sam raimi spider-man you know he's, yeah you know, right that was kind of weird right? Ooey, Ooey it's pretty gross. just shooting out of him just <laughs> there was some news what do you uh well let me, get, let me finish on, let me finish on the snyder cut because i have two questions right we're going to get to the very ending which is probably the biggest reveal but basically most of what we saw we kind of have already seen or we at least get the idea it's yeah. essentially just the other movie just really schneiderfied And this is kind of a good sort of uh, experiment on whether tone makes that much of a difference. And it's a good question. I'm curious to see how it works out. I'm somewhat excited for it. It looks very Schneider-like, but decent. Uh, It's cool that we get to watch it on TV, I guess. Uh, But yeah, I think that's an interesting experiment for movies. Yeah, I mean, of course, like, do we really need any more trailers with this? Because kind of like back to Wonder no, Woman 1984, yeah. like we kept on getting trailers. It's like, do we really need it? Just kind that of was, give it to us, yeah, you know? It was more like, like to keep people interested in it. Yeah, which I, I, you mean, know, I, I sort of have some sympathy for that. Yeah, I, I get why they do that. But I'm always just kind of like, I'm going to watch it. Like, you don't have to show yeah. me a ton of trailers. Everybody anymore, who's going you know? to watch it is already in. Basically. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Yeah. It's like we're going to like podcast or no podcast. Like, I'm going to watch the Snyder Cut. Like, you, <laughs> like no one's like we've been talking about it for so long like i'm going to watch it you don't have to show me a trailer with you know spoiler warning i guess the joker with really long hair which yeah what's your take on it so uh i knew he was going to be in it of course because all over the internet it's just like well joker's coming back we knew he's going to be in it we knew he shot some new scenes for the snyder cut so i mean i'm fine with him being in there but i don't know why it was such a big reveal in the trailer and why with the hair you know of all the yeah. <laughs> like I don't know if it's just like apocalypse hair or what's going on with it. I think because he was it, filming but... The Little Things, a very mediocre movie that was on <laughs> HBO Max now, also. <laughs> is is he supposed to play a key role in all of this? Or I don't is he know. play a major role? I hope I, he does. That would change something at least. I don't know, man. I mean, like, uh, what is he going to do? The Joker doesn't really ever have any powers or yeah. anything you also, like that. You also get the tie-in to the social network because Jesse Eisenberg is voiceovering a lot of the trailer. And like we don't see Again. him, but is he playing a bigger part in this also? That would be a question. <laughs> yeah, he sues Jared Leto in this, so for- <laughs> <laughs> he gets the Sopranos no. to beat the shit out of him. <laughs> no, he he only he signs a contract that gives Jared Leto only point zero three percent. That's it. Right. Yeah, that's yeah. that's all you get off of this. <laughs> yeah, I don't. It's just when you see Jared Leto's Joker, that like it's very underwhelming, at least for me, where I kind of see it. I'm yeah. like, oh. Same. 
Like, I wasn't really expecting much, but I guess I'm a little disappointed anyways. But it's just, <laughs> you know, because like at the end of the scene, you know, they're kind of building up like, oh, who's this going to be this character reveal, right? Because he's just like, Batman. And then you see, and it's like, it's Joker. You know, I don't know why I was expecting somebody different. We live in a society, but... though, that's kind of a wink, wink to a lot of fans. I, I don't know. I, I I think it was somewhat effective of building some sort of anticipation, I suppose. So they're going to be a team up, right? Joker and Batman. They're I kind of hope yeah. that's true. I, you know, I we mean, never get to see this shit on film, and why not? It, there's no sort of downfall if this thing doesn't do well. So. You know what? You're right. It's just kind of like, you know what? Show me what you got, you know, yeah, just, just from Rick and Morty. There. Show me what you got. And yeah, we've, let's, we've let's said see. it on the pod, right? <laughs> if you're going to fucking go for it just, just do it go yeah. For it. yeah you know if you want to show me joker and batman on the same team you know what that's different you know like what we said wandavich we can't just it's different it's cool but we can't just keep on giving you credit for being different you know what exactly. i mean yeah like, yeah especially the hair i don't know what's <laughs> up with that hair i can't get over that hair it just looks weird it looks awkward also no tattoos a, right was he missing the tattoos did i see that right all i saw was the hair and just the smile <laughs> So yeah. that's <laughs> kind of that's all i can see so i think he probably still he's got to have the tattoos but i don't know I mean, which Joker, which Joker is supposed to be, though? Um, I don't know. I guess Jared Leto, the Zack Snyder's Joker. There's been okay. rumors. Well, I guess like even before we got the Suicide Squad that this Joker might have been like a, like a Jason Todd Joker or like even a uh, Tim Drake Joker. But I don't know if that if they're going to touch upon that. That would also this. be I cool don't... and interesting. And I know there was some sort of uh, Internet uh, rumors running around that they were going to do some kind of Jason Todd type story some Joker Batman movie that was in the works, but if everything worked out in the Schneider verse, but of course it didn't. So we'll never get that. Yeah. Uh, but I, I mean, always like the red hood story. So yeah, same here. I think if they were going to touch upon that, they should do it. Just don't flat out and say like, Oh, Hey, by the way, this Joker is actually Jason. Like we don't need an explanation of it. Like, if you want to throw an Easter egg in there, I think that's fine. But it'd be weird yeah, if, if they... someone calls him Jason yeah. or something. Yeah, yeah, it'd be it'd be really weird if they just try to squeeze that in real quick. And whatever this is, this mini series. I mean, or, maybe it would work in mini series, but I don't know. It's gonna be a long movie. They already said it, so it's gonna be like a four. Oh, so hour it's movie. for sure yep. gonna be a one super in, long a movie. One dump. Yep, a one dump. Oh, not my God. Oh, okay. That so, doesn't sound good. Yeah, that's gonna be a tough watch. But I'll, I'm there for it anyway. And I've always said like, if if it takes that long to tell your story, then that's. You know, that's that's it, man. You dug the that's hole. It. Now you got to jump it now, out. <laughs> if it if it came out in theaters, would you be singing a different song? No, I would go. I would love. I haven't been to a movie theater in so long now that I would love to go and spend four hours. Okay, in a movie theater. COVID aside, COVID I would aside. rent for a hundred dollars and just go there by myself. <laughs> Six hot dogs, three bags of popcorn. <laughs> <laughs> and uh you know you need the big gulp to pee in too after you're done <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 pee in the bucket <laughs> no he's what gonna get catheter <laughs> <laughs> so he doesn't have the, to do the anything the size of the drinks they give you are outrageous so you know you just uh you drink until you can't drink anymore and then you top it off with a little I got beat. my own uh Snyder Cut catheter <laughs> so that's <laughs> yeah. yeah it's got the it's got the Joker smile on it and everything and <laughs> I recently watched it's kind of it's kind of apropos I, I recently watched the Godfather part three that they sort of redid um which is somewhat interesting i think it speaks to a couple of things it kind of speaks to the social network which is talking about um exclusivity and getting there first right we've already seen the other justice league so a the bar is very low because that movie was crappy and and b like we already know a lot of the story so there's not a lot to lose by doing this which i think is interesting by hbo it didn't change Godfather 3 very much, but it's a little bit better with some of the extended cuts and some of the music that they did. But I'm curious, like just Snyder-fying a sort of mediocre Justice League movie that we already know the beats of, 
I, I don't know what to expect. I hope there are some surprises. I hope it's better. But to, the idea that it's going to be much, much better, it's probably don't, you know, that's probably too much to ask. Mm, yeah, yeah, I agree. I don't know if there's anything that they can do to add to the movie to make it better. I yeah. think we've discussed this before with Batman versus Superman versus the Batman director's the cut guy. or the regular and the cinematic cut. I don't know if there's anything more from the cinematic cut to the director's cut that would have made it a better movie. But I don't know, Tyler. Tyler, you could beg to differ because of the whole bullet plot or whatever, and John coming in makes a huge difference, Tyler. <laughs> yeah, it actually, yeah, no, it is, it is. We thought about it before. It, it is weird how much of a difference it does actually kind of really? make. Okay. It, it is weird. Like it, you think it wouldn't, but it is really weird. But yeah, same thing with this. I mean. I'm curious to see like what this really is. Although it's kind of like, you know, Zack Snyder's just kind of the biggest con man in Hollywood. Cause he's saying it's done. It's been done forever, but yeah, you know, obviously they had to do reshoots and all this stuff. So, but, but the difference is what you're getting is Zack Snyder's pure vision, whatever that means, quote unquote, that vision obviously <laughs> changed in the year since uh, justly came out. Cause he had to do so many reshoots. I don't know, 35, $40 million worth, but the studio is not involved, right? So the studio isn't saying you can't have evil Superman, you can't have injustice Superman. And so if he wants to go there, he can go there and sort of the, the cat's out of the bag on it. So the bar is low and there's not a lot of like, you know, I'm going to lose a $200 million opening weekend by doing it. No, there's no risk here. So no risk, yeah. it, no biscuit. So <laughs> he can do it if mean, he wants. So is he going to have Superman kill Batman or something weird like that? Is that possible? I mean, I guess. I mean, I don't know why you would, but he he probably could if you wanted to. But <laughs> you're making it seem like literally there's no consequences. That there this is isn't. Not what are the consequences? Yeah. It's not guess... opening. It doesn't have to make any money. It's just an HBO so is this, Max. Is this not? Is this not canon? Then is that if this it's comes definitely out? Definitely not, it, right, Tyler? I don't know because that's it would the have thing. to go. It's, it would have to go it, really well for it to sort of branch off into like a multiverse thing. Yeah, because like worst case scenario, the Snyder the Snyderverse is still dead, right? It's not coming back, or they're just going to expand on it with the parts that do work, or do a reset, and you know when Flash with Flashpoint. So, but so you know, this best is just case, all for fun. Yeah, it's just <laughs> all for fun. Yeah, yeah, What the hell? <laughs> yeah, it's basically What's just the like, point of this? yeah, we were really, on a break. <laughs> it really is just like fuck it you know what i mean we're gonna we're gonna get this out it's out there and you know what i guess i think the snyder fans are gonna love it and you know what i mean but it seems are you gonna we'll like it? Gonna... are you uh, let me ask you this uh for both of you gentlemen i think it's a fair question what is your anticipation level are you counting down the days to what is it march 14th or whatever it comes out is it a big um, deal for you you know i'm curious to watch it but as far as for me like i'm trying to keep it like open mind neutral where it's just like you know what it might actually be good so if it's good i'm gonna allow it to be good but if it starts getting really off the handle then i'm just gonna have to dog it of course let for... me let me ask a talking flick question then are we going to cover it on the pod probably i mean we'd have to <laughs> wouldn't we we've been talking about it for as long to, as we've been doing you know, it so we gotta do i'm so. the adult drama guy so it's definitely not gonna be my pick <laughs> what do you mean this is a this, this is, is adult, adult drama, drama superheroes yeah isn't it Horror, that's like drama sure this is everything a little bit of that's everything that's been the Snyder stuff all along. We're the adult Tyler, we drama live in a society. Obviously, you know that. And, you know, we got to make choice. <laughs> all right. Uh, do we have any other movie news we need to throw in there or can we move on? I just on wanted to, to say uh... that they're they're kicking the tires on Gremlins 3. And even though that's probably a terrible idea, I hope they do it anyway. I just want to get that out there. Yeah, I'd like to. I'd watch a Gremlins 3. <laughs> I would. Yeah. Straight no, to I video. Would. I don't care. Straight to DV, uh, DVR or whatever it is. Streaming. <laughs> it's fine. I don't care. Yeah. Give it straight to Hulu. Straight I just want Crackle. Gremlins in my life again. <laughs> 
You could. Do you have two gremlins that you can add to your life? <laughs> funny I don't ones. know why they need, funny entertaining ones. You know, I, I don't know why they need to add a third one. Like, <laughs> all right, are you guys ready to cover today's topic? Let's do it. Yeah, let's all do right, it. let's do it. So today we're going to be doing the Social Network. What 2010? Jesse 2010, Eisenberg. 2010. Yeah, good movie year. Andrew movie Garfield. Year. So that feels like it's been forever, man. Yeah. Yeah, it's, yeah. For me, it's like a minute ago, which is a bummer. So, of course, this was my second time watching it. I think I saw it the first time about, I don't know, maybe six, seven months. Was it around that time? Maybe about six months ago-ish? Yeah. When I saw yeah, the first one. Yeah, on, uh, Just very, very briefly, and I'm glad we're finally getting to a full episode about it. Um, it rewatchable, since it's your second time. Yeah, I would say rewatchable. I definitely... Like, as far as storytelling goes, I definitely like how, you know, of course, David Fincher, he he approaches on how to tell, you know, what's going on, like, the, I guess, the origin story of we, Facebook. We have talked and, about, um, we've done Fincher movies a couple times now on the pod, and we've, we haven't done a lot of Sorkin, but I've talked about Sorkin endlessly, as I always do on yes. these things. But I would say, like, as Tyler says, I'll steal his line again, lightning in the bottle of, we've seen Sorkin when he's by himself, he trademarked. writes and directs, it doesn't do so well. But we've also seen Fincher, and Fincher can go badly, too. I didn't love The Girl in the Dragon Tattoo. So I think it's a lightning in a bottle of Sorkin meets Fincher in a way that just works so incredibly well. It also sort of gives birth to the Atticus Ross, Trent Reznor um, sound and and sound editing and the Mm. composition of this film. It's also important. The cinematography, the sound, the writer, the director, all those things come together to think, I think, make at least the best movie of 2010. And I had it as a top three movie of that decade also. And I, I think it's a good movie also. I like it to come off of that. I just wonder though, like not much happens in this movie. Like as a, as a criticism, as a criticism, I think it's a great movie. I think it's very well done. You think they told the wrong part of the story, producer Ryan? No, I, I think they're, uh, well, again, it's just the origin, but for Zuckerberg, like his arc, Really, there's nothing to it. Like, he, there's no like. I don't know about him that. Changing. <laughs> yeah, like, really. I, I, I feel like he just, doesn't just change. Like, just like you, he's trying so hard to be an asshole, and there's uh, okay. That's some emotion there. <laughs> I think that line is stupid because literally, you can just say that, and at the end of your movie, and it doesn't mean that it's true because he was an asshole the whole way through. Like, just because you show me little tidbits that he's yeah, like, I think oh, you're I missing the point on what it means. It, it's it's the uh, it's the defense mechanism of trying so hard to be defensive because you never think you're better you know as good enough to sit at the table of the porcelain or whatever the fuck club it is i mean they pretty much there's a lot of like i'm not good enough i'm not good enough to date beautiful rooney mara i'm not good enough to be in this club at harvard and i'll show everybody and i think that seems like the mark zuckerberg i've seen at least a little bit I, i doubt a lot of the movie is true and that's a fair criticism um, but that's a Sorkin thing too with the Steve Jobs movie that happened as well, and it's happened in a lot of movies. But I think like they get to the root cause of what Facebook is. If it started as a cynical kind of evil thing, ultimately what it's become today, and I think we'll talk about it a little bit, it, it's going to get there. You know what I mean? Eventually, if it starts evil, it's going to you know even if it does a lot of good things, it's going to end up evil too. Yeah, because how accurate is this based off like? You know, like the character Not portrayals entirely. and everything. It's, now it's you based know. on a book. Let's be fair. Uh, as yeah. Ben Mesrich that wrote the book. <laughs> and, and all big books are true. <laughs> yeah. well, the, the Accidental Billionaires was a very well-received book. Uh, that's also the mm-hmm. guy who wrote the book on, um, I can't remember. I think he did it on the guys of the 20, the Blackjack uh, MIT students. Yeah, which 21. Which was also oh, yes, very yes. well-received. Yeah. So he yes. is sort of a, a well-received uh, reporter and journalist. And I think, you know, the source material is there. And some of the beats of the movie, I believe to be true. Uh, certainly the settlements are true. 
Um, maybe we don't know all the numbers, but they're true. Yeah, but yeah. ultimately, like the dialogue is what's definitely made up, you know, how the deposition went and things like that. Yeah. I mean, watching this movie, too, of course, like I'm I'm not looking for character arcs in really any of this. And I think it's, you know, how they get the layout of I'm the movie. You, they're point. they're they're jumping back, of course, between the lawsuits, which I really like, you know, they're, and that's yeah, how they're yeah, telling same. the story. They're I was going to ask, story you, did lawsuits. you like the editing? Yes. Did you like how they bounce like that? Yeah, I thought I it was think actually... it keeps it moving in such a way that, like, as, as producer Ryan said, there's not a lot going on, per se, of action. So to do it that way keeps you really engaged. Yeah, and it's actually impressive too because you got a lot of storytelling just kind of jumping back and forth, yet it's still kind of coherent where you Clean can kind two of follow hours along, too. You know, I, from... I remember this movie as much longer than what it actually is. When it, I found out it was only two hours again, I must have seen this movie eight, nine times now. I'm like, God, it's, like, it's so impressive that they got it to a clean 120. Yeah, mm. and and that's why too. It's just like I'm not really watching this for the character arcs because I guess the, the Facebook or the social network is the character itself. I guess face smash, and yeah, yeah face smash, yeah. and even same thing like with Mark Zuckerberg being an asshole. It's like they sum it up kind of in that first opening scene when he's talking to Hot the girl. And she's just oh like, yeah. yeah, yeah, and she's <laughs> like, <laughs> I, swipe left, I swipe left, I swipe left, I swipe left, I swipe left, I'm swiping left, <laughs> swipe left, you swipe <laughs> left, right? Joker with so, a jam on his face, I swipe left. <laughs> so, <laughs> <laughs> and so, you know, and I think that's why it's like the opening scene where she's just like, you're going to be really good at computers, obviously, but you're just an can asshole. I, can I know? just wax yeah. poetic uh, for just a moment on the opening? What's going to stop you, The Nick? opening, <laughs> no, nothing. You get the mute button. That's the only thing. But I would say this. I love Rooney Mara. I'm, I'm endlessly mad that Joaquin Phoenix didn't thank her in its Oscar speech, which is just devastating for some reason. But um, that opening scene, I did not know her before she does this movie. Is she's so good. She's only in two scenes. I don't know, a minute of screen time, maybe less. But I thought they should have nominated for an Oscar for that. She's so clean in both of those scenes. And I love the dialogue of that. It's so genius. And I think it's incredibly impactful for like what the thesis of the movie is. It's always a girl, always. And I think that that just gets under your skin when you watch that. Yeah, no, you're, you're absolutely right. Because this all started because of a girl. And I like how it ends too, where, you know, it starts where they have that breakup, obviously, because Mark Zuckerberg's an asshole. He's also, an asshole. Ends, he's an ends. internet troll. Who cares yeah. if he's a boat? That's really and, what he is. I think what's I think what's great when it kind of comes full circle is it ends on that, you know, that friend request. You know what I mean? It's where so he good sends to refresh. <laughs> yeah. Refresh. Yeah. You say it's the line about the asshole. It's really not. It's hitting the refresh over and over. And we've all been there uh, <laughs> and, to some extent. And it's it hits you right in the solar plexus. And I, I did like, OK, I, don't get me wrong. I'm not saying that it's a bad movie. I And I and what I'm saying that not much really happens. It's just kind of like the origin stories of Facebook. And it's very interesting. I think what makes it in- interesting is because it's the background of all of this stuff. Creation it's something that you don't need a devil. You know that. Yeah. <laughs> and and you don't get a uh, peek behind the curtain and being able to see that and the drama and all that that comes from it is very interesting. But I just think throwing those little tidbits to kind of make it a story arc about Mark Zuckerberg to make him seem like, oh, he's not an asshole, but he is an asshole or whatever. I don't think that's really necessary. If it's going to be a movie about Facebook, then it's about Facebook. That's the character that you're telling the story to. I don't really care about this uh, second thing to make me feel bad for Mark Zuckerberg, especially coming from that and then knowing now how with all the privacy stuff. I actually believe, uh, to some degree, I believe um, that it's not a character study of necessarily Mark Zuckerberg, it's more of a story about the origin of Facebook and how they didn't know what it was. They And that's a said over and over again in the film for purpose. Uh, and I think that the Sean Parker thing, when he comes in, it really changes the tone of the movie. A, a good performance by Justin Timberlake, maybe overacting a little bit. But I think what that does is it shows you like 
they just didn't know. That's why they're the accidental billionaires. They did not know what they had exactly. And it was and, that fight to figure it out. And, and I'm agreeing with you, Nick. I, that's, I, I, I agree. I feel that that's the same thing. But it's just don't like don't try to make it more than it is by throwing in like just little lines here and there to make it seem deeper than it really is. I don't know, man. I think when you look at what Facebook is now, when this movie came out in 2010, the tagline was you don't get to 500 million friends without making a few enemies. You know how many members of Facebook there are now? 2.6 billion. So, so the president of Harvard looks like an idiot, right? He's like, <laughs> how did you get this meeting? They'll go invent something new. You know what I mean? Like, he's wrong. It was a big deal. And he maybe yeah. should have done something. <laughs> so I think it's funny, too. Like, when, of course, Sean Parker comes and they have that dinner scene, it's like, well, it's cool. It's cool. And now it's kind of like, well, Facebook isn't cool anymore. I don't it's think cool. any any young people like millennials and down under, like they don't use Tyler, Facebook. I, it's I know only you for... have some numbers. I have some numbers and, and, and I'd like to do the numbers on this film too. Yeah. But I, I, I'm, the one number I want to give you before I tell you what the, what it rated on Rotten Tomatoes is that when Facebook, when the movie came out, it was around 86%, 25 and under users. Yeah. And now today, 51% of Facebook is 40 or older. Yeah. So it is not a young person's network anymore. And by no. the way, only 31% of Facebook is US used. And it's filled with a bunch of misinformation that oh, they share. So, oh, yeah. It's yeah, so it's bad. So unregulated. Yeah. It's, it's disturbingly <laughs> unregulated. Yeah. So, and that's the thing, too. It's just like you talk about it's cool. And I'm sure, like back then, even when it came out, too, it's just like, you know, Facebook was cool. Everybody was on Facebook. But then, of course, it turns, you know, you don't know exactly what social media is or what it's going to become, like kind of what you referenced right there. But and, and what it does is it changes the dynamic of sort of nerds versus jocks, this traditional idea of that. Um, what we are now is so much worse you know, <laughs> with this internet troll thing and this sort of like, I have ambiguity and to say anything I want with some fake profile or fake name, and there's no downside to it. And it really brings out the worst in humanity. And I think that that is ultimately the downfall of Facebook. And I don't think Mark Zuckerberg could care less about that. You know, I really don't. He's a robot. So he's a robot. Yeah, the SNL a, character a, is much more accurate than Jesse Eisenberg, right? He's not as cool as Jesse Eisenberg. Yeah, he definitely is. It. He's uh, like an alien when he did uh, that uh, the hearing in front of Congress. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. he's so yeah. weird. So many memes. He's so a, many. Memes. Yeah, he's an alien. He really is. Let me give you the numbers real, real quick on this because I think it's somewhat relevant. Not only is it a good movie and a smart movie, but it was successful. And I don't know that when I first saw the trailer of this playing the Radiohead song in the background, I thought it would be like a good idea to do this movie. I was surprised Fincher took it on for one. Um, but the movie did fairly well. It made 96 million US, 127 million worldwide, uh, 224 on a $40 million budget. Take note, Zack Snyder. This is a beautiful looking movie with a lot of talented actors in it for $40 million. And um, Jesse Eisenberg. Yeah, and Jesse Eisenberg too. Yeah. Uh, he hasn't. Uh, he's good. I think he's good in this. Yeah, like... for him, you know, he should have invested. He should have got point zero three percent. But it's fine. <laughs> <laughs> but regardless, um, it was very, very well received. Um, it was ninety six percent critic. Anybody want to guess the audience? Probably eighties, or even probably close ninety two. Eighty six. Eighty six. Oh, okay. So ninety six, eighty six. A little bit of a gap there, but. Very, very well received. I had it as my number one movie of 2010. And I think it's remarkably rewatchable. Um, super, super successful. A story that needs to be told. And honestly, they have kicked the tires on a sequel to this. And I so, I so would love that to happen. I don't know if it's a good idea, but I would definitely pay money to see it.
do something substantial in order to get the attention of the clubs. Why? Because they're exclusive and fun and they lead to a better life. People want to go on the internet and check out their friends, so why not build a website that offers that friends, pictures, profiles. I'm talking about taking the entire social experience of college and putting it online. The site got 2,200 hits within two hours? Thousand. 22,000. This idea is potentially worth millions of dollars. Millions? You stole our website. They're saying we stole the Facebook. I know what it says. So did we? A million dollars isn't cool. You know what's cool? A billion dollars. You're going to get left behind. It's moving faster than any of us ever imagined it would behind. Let's sue him in federal court. I can't wait to stand over your shoulder and what you write as a check. If you guys were the inventors of Facebook, that to Facebook. Is there anything that you need to tell me? Your actions could have permanently destroyed everything I've been working on. We have been working on. Do you like being a joke? Do you want to go back to that? Mark! This is our time. What would we do sequel, Nick? Facebook growing into 2.6 billion and, you know, all the trials and tribulations that would entail. Facebook too, Instagram. <laughs> Facebook. <too. laughs> they they call Andrew Garfield in the Spider Man costume, and they're like, "Listen, Andrew, I uh, <laughs> we know I you don't have help, that going you know? on We're anymore. We're having some issues with misinformation on my website. Do you have any ideas? <laughs> we need Spider Man back. So I think I it's... don't do weird shit to chickens. All right, <laughs> fish eat fish. What's the problem? <laughs> I, I think Andrew Garfield did a really good job. He also. crushes it. He crushes yeah. the performance. Everybody's good. Max Minghella, if you watch The Handmaid's Tale. I forgot that that's what he was from. He was in this. He, and the Winklevoss twins, weird, creepy army hammer and his cannibalism or whatever's going on there. He's so good. It's so good. And it's CGI. It's one actor. I mean, early CGI. Whoa, wait, are twins. you serious? One yeah. actor, oh, man. Shoot. You can't Dang. even tell. That's how good it is. What? <laughs> oh, that's crazy. <laughs> yeah. What they did is uh, they use his face, but they also have a stunt double who's like almost exactly his size. So where they yeah. have, you Six, know, five, a stand in. I fucking yeah. wrote crew. <laughs> <laughs> we wrote crew. You know, and that's what's interesting too. Like, with the, what do you want me to Winkle do? Bus? Dress up in a skeleton costume and chase him around, like chase around the Karate Kid or whatever that line is. So smart, you know what I mean? Yeah. And one brother is a little bit more feminine than the other one, but the more feminine one is the angrier one. You know? Yeah. <laughs> it's really genius. So yeah, even with Winklevoss twins, it's just like you know, like no, we're not going to sue them because we're Harvard gentlemen. You know, what I mean, we don't do that. Harvard men don't sue <laughs> other Harvard men. And it's like again, dude, the arrogance like, of Cambridge. You know, it's brilliant. Yeah, it's Hold weird on. that it's just like it, if they follow along with that, where it's like we're not going to sue. And they don't sue him for so long because I'm not going to lie. I, I I understand that. I think I understand that they're they're gentlemen in that manner. Yeah, different class of society, I guess. Right? Yeah, yeah, they're, they're not they going to never. Bring the they have never this. not won. That is the point. You know what I mean? They have never not yeah. won, and that's why the crew scene where they lose, and then the end um, credits there where they talk about they lost in the Olympics or finished sixth or whatever it was. Oh yeah, that's yeah. what's important there. Once you taste losing, it's it's uh, it's contagious. And yeah, yeah. and it, it's an interesting thing. I do like how they set it up. They, uh, as you were talking about with the editing in other movies that have done this in the past, where they're jumping around, it can be very like jarring and it's hard to follow. But they did a good job in terms of keeping the timeline and allowing the audience to understand what was you going on. You could have nominated Army Hammer for an Oscar. I wouldn't have batted an eyelash. I mean, he's brilliant in it. Mm. Yeah, I think the entire cast is very good. You know, Jesse Eisenberg is. He's he's asshole enough in that, and I think yeah. that's of course it's if, early. If they were to it's early that, Eisenberg, so we yeah. hadn't redone this a hundred times, and I think it's more effective now. We look at it with hindsight, and we're like, well, we've seen this guy before, you know. 
yeah, I think if they had made that now, they would play him off as more robotic and a little bit more cold. But with this, it's just like he's more of an asshole than anything else and also yeah. just kind of cold, too. And, you know, he's got that, what, the Niagara Falls and the Jewish party or whatever. He, I would love to see him get a chance to be more robotic and less sort of Sorkin kinetic dialogue, you know? Yeah. And so I definitely do like that scene, too, where it's just, you know, Andrew Garfield and he's just saying he's not coming back for 0.03% or any of that. He's coming back for everything. And I'm like, I love you it. lawyer and, up. You know, yeah. I mean, it's, it's yeah. a that was too. a very good and line. It's, that was and, a really and it's good emotional line. too. And, and again, the Parker thing, when Parker comes in and sort of manipulates the situation a bit and takes advantage, I do think the movie changes a little bit and it turns from what sort of the moral tale is to the business side of the story. And it's cool to cram both of those things into two hours. You know, I thought they were really effective with that. And he made now, him flinch. <laughs> oh, yeah. yeah that's true. Two for I flinching. Tough. I always feel tough next to producer what a Ryan. Whip. Every time I stand next to him, I always feel tough. <laughs> but uh, now, Sean Parker, the creator of Napster. Is he that cool? Is, Is he really Stanford? that cool? What a coincidence. <laughs> I don't know, man. Have you guys Dakota seen Dakota Johnson? How about Napster? that? What a steen stealer. <laughs> so I don't know if Sean Parker's cool in real life. I mean, he's he, definitely no. Justin Timberlake plays him as like, you know, no, this he kind is of... probably what you saw in the film there. So yeah. who will get you in trouble at a party. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. He seems like this guy who's just like, I revolutionized this. I did this. I did that. And it's just he's just kind of hanging on the coat on the curtain was the coattails of Facebook as you know, it's kind of gaining more steam. And yeah, and I, I, be, I believe it. I believe the character that he was playing because it was Justin Timberlake. I can understand if Justin Timberlake was suave yeah. and debonair and be able to pick up these chicks and goes to restaurants. Underage girls. And, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, that's his that's his window. Yeah. And by the way, yeah, that yeah. Hulu Justin documentary Timberlake. does not paint him well. So so maybe he's closer to Sean Parker than we think. Yeah. <laughs> oh, man. All right. Do you guys have anything more you want to say on the social network? Not really. I just think that for what it was trying to do, the story it was trying to tell, and the brilliance of getting Sorkin and Fincher together um, so they could play in the sandbox together, I remember thinking, you know, my expectations for this have to be high based on who's involved. And then when I sat in the movie theater and watched it, and I do think even though it's an adult drama, even though maybe at times there's not a lot of action going on, it's so good in the movie theater, the editing, the sound involved. It's such a beautifully constructed film. Uh, like I said, top three of that particular decade. And I definitely recommend the audience watches it, especially if they've never seen it. And even if they have seen it, now that you know what Facebook has become and some of the downside to it, watch it again because it's so prescient, you know? Hey, so I wanted to ask, uh, where do you guys stand in terms of Zuckerberg versus the Winklevoss twins? Are it like, I think he stole are, it. I think he stole you, you, potential. You he stole I think it? it was worth money paying it out because I think the, the genesis of the idea and like they talk about 36 emails sent, 16 emails sent back, only one com complains about problems near the end. It's clear that he owed Eduardo money and he should have paid the Winklevoss twins money as well. Okay, Eduardo, I can understand, but the Winklevoss twins, like, it's an idea. If he, if they were going to make Facebook, they would have made Facebook. I agree with that. Well, I, like, like, what your argument is there, Ryan, I think is what the president of Harvard was trying to say, like, it's just an idea, and ideas are happening at Harvard all day, every day. Come up with a new one. But essentially, the line is... Um, look, if you were the inventors of Facebook, then you would have invented Facebook. That's so smart. It's so simple, but yeah. it's so smart. He's right there. Okay. But also when you have the email chain there, he should also pay them some money. He has a billions and billions of dollars now. Just settle it because the bad press will make it worse. Uh, you know, ultimately, like I think what happened was 
what I would have guessed would have happened. He wrote a check to everybody because you have to. And Rashida Jones, who's so good in that performance, lays it out there in exposition, but rightly so. Not only are you going to have to pay, you're going to pay a little extra. You know why? Because you're an asshole, Mark. <laughs> <laughs> also, too, it's a speed ticket, you know, in the long range yeah. of things. And yeah, it was, yeah, difference yeah. does it make? Yeah. yeah. It doesn't make and any so, difference. Yeah. And that's the thing with the Winklevoss twins or, or Winklevi, as, and what's his name? As, uh, they got $65 million and they yeah. lose. They lose. They lose yeah. in the Olympics. They lose so, at Harvard. They lose. They're the losers. Because it sounded like what their their idea <laughs> that's what the was. Money is for. They kind of wanted like what was it Harvard Connected or whatever it was, where it specifically yeah. it was just going to be Harvard Connect, it, Harvard exclusive. Connection. Yeah, yeah. Right. It was just going to be exclusive. Yeah. But of course, with Facebook, it's not exclusive. It's not exclusive. Anybody can join, and that's where it kind of comes from. No, but know? I thought they, they paid colleges. they paid a good moment to the um, relationship status moment. I thought that was smart too. We can just throw yeah, that in. yeah. It's, I it's agree so with that. So clever, and nobody had done that before. You know, that's the whole point I, of Facebook. I still... <laughs> I still don't think that you've uh, what you convinced me though. It's now nowadays every college has a freaking like uh, social network sort of thing. I I still think that it, it was an idea. Like whether or not MySpace he came up with the yeah, yeah. MySpace Friendster. Whether he came up with the idea or he took that idea from like so Friendster basically a social networking thing you make friends and he stuff made like a that contract to work for the other site and then did nothing and corresponded it's the evidence that leads to the settlement maybe you're mm -hmm. right in the in like the sort of moral yeah. aspect of it but in terms of what's on paper and once you get lawyers involved i think he had to pay yeah, I, I okay i agree with that uh the sheer fact that he didn't uh return uh his work to this contract, but I don't think that the Winkle, the Winkle Voss twins has any like stake into saying that the, that Facebook no. is theirs. No. Yes. That, that's what I'm trying to get. They're going to be fine. Cause what they got six, <laughs> they got 65 million, right? Yeah. And, 65 million. And then what did Eduardo get? Right. Like, yeah. like 250 or in the, the rumor was they, something like they didn't say. Million. Yeah. Oh, that's right. He didn't say. He didn't say. of the internet to figure that one okay. out. But it's a lot. Whatever he yeah. got was a lot. Plus he got his co-founder status. Plus he got stock. Yeah. So he's fine, yeah. I also want to say, uh, Brenda Song and, and Rashida Jones. Are good for him for getting in the Phoenix. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but Brenda Song and Rashida Jones both get the same billing, all right? They don't even get their own title card. Come on. Are you serious? Both uh, of them are great yeah, in this movie. Crazy, crazy girlfriend. That was, that was a good moment. I wish we could have gone down that path a little more. And I, I don't know if I mentioned this to you before on the, on the podcast. Both of them. But, oh, man. Brenda Song, shoot, my childhood crush, man. Uh, <laughs> Freaking uh, sweet life of Zach and Cody. Exactly. Boom. I remember watching that show and thinking, Brenda Song, one day you will be mine. And <laughs> watching this out? movie. <laughs> you put it first when you rode crew or no? No, I was. Freaking uh, Macaulay Culkin has her now. <laughs> oh, that's right. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. I didn't know that. Yeah. yeah, that's good for him. But but watching this movie, I was I was thinking, man, it's exactly how I think uh, dating Brenda Song would be. <laughs> Just crazy. <laughs> Yeah. Yeah, your ties. Crazy. It's all in the eyes. You ever see me wear silk scarves? Well, this will be your first. <laughs> <laughs> Did you get my 46 texts? Because that's a very reasonable thing to do. <laughs> like, just, uh, yeah, oh man. It, it was good. I I it sucks for Eduardo. Like that whole thing. I think Eduardo, like his character arc was really good because he, he goes from 
I think yeah, it's his best goes, performance ever, actually. And I saw um, whatever that uh, Heartbreak Ridge movie was or whatever. Spider-Man yeah, too. And Spider-Man. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but, but seeing him going from a loyal friend, wanting to do like uh, what's best for the company, and then all, ultimately getting screwed and hating Mark Zuckerberg's guts, it, I think that is a really good character arc. Um, the, but the, the decline of the friendship it is yeah, very emotional yeah. and effective. But yep. again, I, I like, despite what you all say like i i do think that facebook itself is the character of this movie i don't think that they needed to add certain lines to make zuckerberg look good because he's just an asshole in this movie (laughs) really in any of those lines i I don't think that was the intent i think they make his uh dialogue sorkinish to make it more entertaining or not not good or feel bad for him because he does make out like a bandit he still yeah. is yeah. like uh, like the youngest billionaire they say the youngest billionaire billionaire in the world and even now with all the controversy with privacy and his like uh him butting heads with apple right now i i don't know it's it, zuckerberg doesn't seem like a good guy and why they had to add those lines to make it seem like he was ultimately a better guy than he is portrayed in the movie i don't really care it was 2010 yeah. yeah, right. Yeah, you're right. 2010 was a different time. We yeah. all thought, yeah. I would have had more respect for Zuckerberg if he walked into the Senate hearing, dropped the business card, and said, I'm CEO, bitches. You know? Oh, there you but go. Yeah. If he like- was cooler, he would, he would flex, but he doesn't, you know, and he looks worse by not doing it. All right. So I'm going to give this a seven and a half. I think it's. It's clever, like and just how they tell the story. And I think it's a good approach in how they did it, where they jump around from cutscene to cutscene, you know, going from different timelines where you're kind of in the lawyer's office. And I like that they tell it from, you know, litigation specifically, because, you know, it was a billion dollar thing that took off. And of course, Sorkin in the everyone's courtroom. fighting Sorkin for Sorkin in it. the yeah. courtroom is so good. And you get just a little enough of it, you know, to sort of keep things moving along. Yeah, so I would definitely give it seven and a half. If you haven't seen it, I think it's worth the watch. Whatever your opinions are on Facebook, it is kind of cool to see kind of sort of how it all started. And it all starts from a girl, man, especially if you're a dude, you know, kind of going through that. Always about a girl. All right, for me, uh, like I said, it was number three on the decade 2010 through 2019. I had it as the number one movie of 2010. I was rooting for it for Best Picture that year. Um, I think it's incredibly rewatchable. Lightning in a Bottle, Fincher and Sorkin. I think the score is good. The editing is beautiful. I think actually, um, you know, basically Fincher has taken somewhat of a decline since this film. Uh, his other movies haven't stacked up, although I really liked Mink, which came out last year. Um, I, I think it's really, really smart the way they constructed the movie together, whether a lot of the dialogue is true or not. I'm sure it's not. Um, it's sort of forensic in the way it breaks down um, the genesis of Facebook and what Facebook becomes. What it doesn't ever get to is what Facebook means for the rest of the world as it grows. And that's why I think a sequel would be cool. Um, but it doesn't need it. Uh, it's a standalone, great, entertaining movie, sort of like Moneyball that came out a couple years later. It's a topic that you wouldn't think would be as entertaining as it is, but it is. And it's fun to watch. And I think that's uh, that's credit to the actors, the way they constructed the movie, the way they put it together, the beautiful casting, the beautiful movie, the way it's shot. It's great for Harvard. It makes Boston look uh, play as a character as well as uh, Cambridge and Harvard. I love it. I think it's absolutely worth watching. Um, and I highly, highly recommend it. I thank you guys for letting us sort of wax poetic about it. 8.0 on the Shawshank scale. Maybe there's room to grow there too. Uh, so for myself... Nick, I have to say, and I'll give you props. This is probably going to be the only time that I'm going to do this. But 
I'm glad that you picked this movie. I Ba-boom. thought it was a very <laughs> yeah. So you, know you can go past the bike room. Come past again. the bike room. Come on in. I'll get you a beer. <laughs> but I I thought it was a very enjoyable movie. Uh, two hours seemed very short. I Clean. was riveted throughout the entire time. Again, the editing is very smooth. The storytelling was nicely done. The actors in there they're, they're great. The the characters that they portray awesome. Uh, I'm gonna give it an 8.0. I wow. think it's a boom. Yeah, I th- Look at that. I think it's a let's bring him out uh, definitely i it's one of the movies that after i watch it i continue to think about it and that's a good sign to show that it's a good movie to me i'd probably watch it again maybe within a couple of months maybe next year wow. but i thought it was much better than i anticipated this is the first time me watching it um yeah 8.0 all right so let's go and move on to our next segment recommendations anything you guys want to recommend that you caught over the week or the weekend Go right ahead. I'll go, I'll, go, I'll go first and it'll be super quick. I, I do want to recommend two documentary series. They're both fairly short. I think they're both four episodes, if I'm not mistaken. I watched The Vanish, the Vanishing at the Cecil Hotel on Netflix. Interesting the way they shoot it. Interesting the way the narrative goes. Ultimately, a very sad story. And then I watched The Final Conclusion of The Lady and the Dale on HBO. Probably a little bit better than the Netflix documentary. Super crazy, unbelievable story. Also somewhat emotional. I highly recommend both those documentaries. Nice. What about you, Ryan? Anything you caught? Uh, for myself on Netflix, there's another show. It's another like sketch comedy. I don't think it's improv, but it's called I Think You Should Leave. And that one is pretty funny as well. Uh, it's just very like awkward situation. Each of the sketches are essentially, it ends with, this was very awkward, so now I have to leave. And it's really hilarious how each one is done. Uh, I, I suggest you check it out. It's on Netflix called I Think You Should Leave. <laughs> all right. Uh, I've been watching WandaVision still. Uh, have you guys been catching up on it or are you guys all caught up to the the, re- the latest episode? You know, I wanted to watch it, um, but then uh, my wife wanted to watch James and Giants Peach and then I started watching that. <laughs> there you go. <laughs> Did you? Uh, but what episode uh, are you on? on uh, episode I, three? I, or? Yeah, still episode okay. three. All right. Well, yeah, yeah. spoiler warning for WandaVision right here. So if you don't want to know anything, now's the time to kind of cut out. Um, but with the latest episode, what do you think, Nick? WandaVision is getting better. I would concede that that is the case, but I don't know that it's uh, as good as I want it to be. Uh, you know, uh, mystery boxes again, and you're getting more tidbits and Easter eggs. They're allowed to do cool things with the costumes and stuff. But ultimately, I'm probably a little bit disappointed so far. It's going to stay with it, get to the end, and maybe it's going to get to where I hope it gets to. Yeah, I'm definitely more on board with it now, for sure. Um, I, Does it feel more Marvel? Yeah, it, it, uh, yeah, it feels more Marvel, I guess. Yeah, I would say it feels more Marvel, but I definitely like more of what's happening like within the WandaVision, like the Hex, compared to what's kind of happening like with Monica, Monica Rambeau's character. So I do like her as a character, and I hope she gets more stuff to do, but I do kind of think like they... I don't know. I, I want to give it credit for being different, but I also think they just sort of came up with a clever vessel for Easter eggs and stuff. And I, I, I don't, you know, I think that sort of disappoints me a little bit. Yeah, the stuff happening outside of the hex, I'm just like, uh, they could tweak it a little bit. But the yeah. stuff happening inside of it, I think I really like it. Um, I like the mystery of it, too, as well. I mean, do you have any theories on what you think is happening within WandaVision? Well, you know, I, I had said before on the previous podcast we had on WandaVision that I hope she's the villain, and I think we're getting further from that. There probably is a big bad, a Mephisto yeah. or something uh, like that. I know. No, I wanted her to be the villain. Yeah, it's, it's, it's still possible, but I don't think it's going to happen. Yeah, so I, 
Go ahead. Yeah, I thought it would have been super interesting if they led this up into her being the she villain. She could do it. I new, would totally yeah, buy her. Uh, She's got the chops. She could pull that off. And I think that would be super valuable. And it's a great tie into the different phases of Marvel. Yeah, so I definitely think it'd be better if she was the villain because, and it's still right now, Ryan, like where it's at, it's still ambiguous as far as is it all just her controlling everything or is there someone else kind of behind it? So you still don't know. Um, what I think is but happening- it's getting further away from her in control of everything, which I don't know is the way I wanted it to go. Tyler, I mean, do you get the feeling? Do you get the feeling that uh, she is so powerful now that why didn't she take out Thanos by herself? Yeah. It's a good not question. really, not really. I don't really. That's funny how they, they kind of address that too, like in the the side they story, wink, wink yeah. And so, oh, they do. Yeah, oh, man. It. Yep, it's ten out of ten now. <laughs> yeah, it's a little too on the nose for me, but that's that's just me. I agree. But, um, Marvel gets away with I, so much more than like a Schneiderverse would. Um, oh yeah. But you know they built it up, so it's I guess it's fair game. Yeah. So this is kind of what I think is happening. I think, um, of course, you know she had some sort of mental breakdown, and so she started the reality warping. And what you kind of see like what's going on within the hex is that she's able to control everything. But of course, as we find out when you get to the edge of the hex, it she's not controlling Losing them control. as much. Yeah, she yeah has or they're just they're just doing one task for like eight what hours. What exactly a day. was happening to Vision when he left the bubble? That's somewhat interesting. So this is what I think. So I think she recreated the Mind Stone. So I think I think the twins are real. So the twins are real. The Mind Stone is real. But Vision's body possible? is still attached in there. So I think when she the recreated dead zombie body, is that what yeah. the flashes were? So I think that, yeah, I think that his body is in there and she recreated the body a little bit, but he's not back to life. So she can't bring people back to dead, back from the dead. I think she was able to bring the mind stone back and that's why she can't control him or that's why he's able to kind of talk back to her and everything and do different stuff. Which and I he like. still has, I think yeah, those are really good scenes. Good acting we, chops there from Bettany and yeah, also. So we know he still has his power. So I think she recreated the mind stone. I think the mind stone's real. Vision's body is tethered into the hex. The twins are real. And I think that's where it's at right now, where she recreated that mind stone. Okay, let me ask you this question because I want to get you guys on record. As as I've always said, you guys are the comics sort of uh, folks on the podcast. And I think that you have an opinion here that's worth mentioning to the fans. With Evan Peters, who's a good performance, interesting to see him. Are we going to probably not get new X-Men, just interweave the existing X-Men from X-Men First Class, that generation? And if so, is that what you want? Um, I don't know, because this could really go anyway. And if you didn't know that, Ryan, Evan Peters is in here as Quicksilver, not Aaron oh. Taylor Johnson. Yeah. Oh, which what? they also <laughs> yeah. wink, which so, is really weird. They yeah, have a kick-ass kick wink, which yeah. is cool. Yeah. Yeah. So, um, so it's, it's interesting because they set it up to where you think, oh, my God, Aaron Taylor Johnson's coming back as Quicksilver. And you think it's him. You think it's him. And then they show his face. And it's Evan Peters, Quicksilver from the Fox <laughs> X-Men stuff. So ah, that's it, hilarious. It was good. Like, Halloween it was, costumes are brilliant. So oh, the brilliant. Halloween costumes are good. And so I, I don't know where they're going to go with that because it is kind of like where, you know, they kind of say like, well, this is how you this is how I came back. You know, that's what he says, sort of is like, this is how I came back where's your accent where's my accent you know they're just gone for whatever reason and that's the same thing with like vision where it's like he doesn't remember anything before getting there he just remembers that he's there now he didn't know who the avengers were or anything so um i'd be also fine. the emotion i thought this was somewhat good on uh give credit to the creator here with the tears coming out of sort of the victims in the city yeah. i think that gives you a sense of like the pain that they may be in 
Um, and I, I thought they did a good job with that. It, it had been sort of light up until I started, yeah. you started seeing and stuff that's, like that. And that's why I like the stuff going on within the actual, within the actual hex more than so anything else kind of happening. And I like that mystery kind of being able to resolve itself, but I'm curious where it's going to go. I would prefer if they kind of gave their new spin on the X-Men. That's just me personally, but me too. I, that's what I, I want to get know. out of you guys. Yeah, I prefer it, yeah, new casting just, than the same group. Yeah, and there's nothing wrong with that old cast. I know some people we can kind of take a no, leave from that fine. old cast, but you know, it's just I'm just ready fine. for something new. You know, not the the Fox stuff. But I think it was funny how they brought in Evan Peters for that. And so yeah, that that sounds that, hilarious. Yeah, it, it was, was weird. it was really funny. <laughs> it was and, jarring. <laughs> and so, so what is that? Me, uh, Magneto and Xavier coming in? That I, would be my question. Yeah, I think. I um, and kind of my other theory too, because Monica Rambeau mentioned she's got somebody who's going to help them get into the hex. I think it might be uh, Reed Richards. I think it might be Mister Fantastic. But that's just. That's just oh, snap. So it's going to be Krasinski. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know. I don't know. It'd be interesting. Somebody call Krasinski up. Yeah. So, <laughs> so it wasn't enough to them, for them to put X-Men. They had to include the Fantastic well, Four I don't, as well. I don't know. I think I, that's yeah. my theory is that the they shouldn't person, blow their load all, all on yeah. one shot there. They should kind of balance it out a bit. Yeah. So I, th- I remember hearing another theory that might be Victor Von Doom too as well, who develops this thing to get them into the hex because they can't oh, get I'm in. okay with that. Yeah, and we've so, seen it yeah. twice, but I'd, I'd be okay with it. Interesting. Yeah. So, I mean, it would be interesting, you know, and, you know, why not bring back, you know, the original Fantastic Four, you know, Chris Evans as Human Torch. And yeah, I agree. I know you guys didn't watch the Super Bowl. I know you guys didn't watch Super Bowl, but there was another uh, Falcon and the Winter Soldier trailer. And I do think that is going to be sort of like the mirror image of WandaVision, where WandaVision is more cerebral Easter eggy. I think uh, Falcon and the Winter Soldier will be action y, sort of Russo Brothers action. And I think that's that's cool. (laughs) Yeah. Oh, man. Buddy Cop. Yeah, Buddy Cop. Your yeah, body sure. cup, be all like, awesome. Yeah. <laughs> all right, well, uh, that's all I got for WandaVision right there, and I think that's pretty much it for the show. Uh, Ryan, where can we find you at? Or actually, real quick, do we know what we're doing for next uh, our next episode? Sorry to cut you off. <laughs> TBA to be announced. So. <laughs> all right, Ryan, where can we find you at? Hey, if you like listening to my voice or you just want more content, I do another podcast called Dragon Questicles. You can find us on iTunes, Spotify, or wherever you download podcasts. If you just want to follow me, although I don't really post much, uh, you can fi- follow me on Twitter and Instagram at Ryan underscore dot com. That's Ryan with an I underscore D-O-T-C-O-M. You can always find me at realwatchability.com, top 10 movies of all time, top 10 movies of the year. I will re-release my 2010 article on the social network, tag the podcast on there as well. Um, East to West with Nick and Rob, wherever you listen to podcasts. All right, and we're Talking Flick. Go ahead and find us over on Twitter at Flick underscore Talking. And if you like us, you can leave a rating review, whatever if podcast you're app. going to rate us, you listen to? I'm a creep, I'm a weirdo. Anyways, yeah, that's enough. Yeah, Patreon, you know, you can donate a man of money, get Nick to stop singing, well, or hear him stink more. Or maybe a billion dollars. Even a billion dollars. <laughs> yeah. What's cooler than $10, uh, $10 million? A billion dollars. $11 million. $12 million. <laughs> oh my gosh. Anyways, we'll have a link in the description for everybody's stuff. Finish the show, Ryan. Hey, that was Talking Flick, and we will talk at you next week. We have groupies. That cocaine's not mine. <laughs> do I have your full attention? No, no you do. So it's it's movies it's movies like this that make me think. Oh yeah, I'm I'm never going to create a billion dollar company. Yeah, I agree. It's movies like this that make me wish I had gone to more Caribbean nights. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> well, it's movies like this that make me feel like, man, I should be more friends with just millionaires because. 
because like what's his name? Eduardo didn't really do anything except for front like nineteen thousand dollars. <laughs> yeah, no, he's great. Can't dance. Great. I can't dance either, Eduardo. It's fine, man. <laughs> he fed that chicken chicken, all right? <laughs> yeah, that was yeah, that was problematic. <laughs> did Mark Zuckerberg plant the story? He planted the story. He probably did. He probably did. <laughs> he's crafty. Oh man. Can't believe I can't believe the Winklevoss twins. Like, you know what I mean? It's like they never gotten dirty. Like, you know what I mean? It's the first time ever getting screwed over. And <laughs> dating you is like dating a stairmaster. <laughs> It's exhausting. It's, it's exhausting. exhausting. Yeah. Good. Thank exhausting. you for pointing that out. Thank but it's a good workout. <laughs> it's great for cardio. Yeah, that, was, that was the line, wasn't it? Uh, but I do think that they did some really good job with metaphors and explaining yeah. things. In a yeah. fast way. It comes so yeah. fast. That's the genius of Sorkin. And, and Fincher is actually a slow burn guy. That's why I think that's a weird lightning in a bottle, right? Fast kinetic dialogue with a slow burn sort of direction. But now, now we're doing a whole other episode. Yeah. They were done. Yeah, we're, we're done. Part two. Part two. Social, Network, Social two. Network 2. Back for more cash. <laughs> <laughs> All right. That's the show.